Welcome to the Unlocking Unlimited Potential Stories podcast. My name is Dr. Brandon Beck, and I am so excited for you to be here to join us today. The goal of this show is to amplify the stories of amazing people, which serve as inspiration for your journey. Your story matters. It tells us who you are and who you want to be. Enjoy this opportunity to hear from these innovative thought leaders as they discuss what it means to unlock unlimited potential. If you are looking for an opportunity to connect further with me after this show, please visit brandonbeckedu.com to learn more about my speaking, coaching, consulting, and other offerings that are designed to help you and your organization find greater results in your journey. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome to the Unlocking Unlimited Potential Stories show. I'm so excited to be here. We've gone back and forth. We finally connected. Lance Thonvold, I am so excited to have you and introduce you to my audience. How you doing, my brother? Oh, man, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm highly favored, Brandon. Thank you for having me. It is an honor to be on Unlocking Unlimited Potential, my man. Let's go. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's been great watching your journey. I know we connected a little while ago, several months ago, and just watching and following your journey and seeing the work that you're doing. It's always been super inspiring. We're going to dive into your story today. We're going to talk a little bit about you going from, you know, former professional baseball player to speaker who is out there inspiring the lives of adults, young adults, and so many more. So tell us a little bit about, first of all, introduce yourself. Tell us where you are. I know you're in Arizona. You come in, we're, we're operating on different time zones here. Talk a little bit about that for us. Yeah, absolutely. I'm out here in Mesa, Arizona, which is just a suburb outside of Scottsdale, Phoenix area. Um, man, I love it here. I moved here in 2016 um, when I was with the Seattle Mariners. Um, so they were training out in Peoria, Arizona, and that's where spring training was. My parents had a little condo here. I'm originally from Minnesota. Um, so man, I just, I've been here a little while and there's a reason that I stayed, which is, uh, what we're going to get to in a little bit, <laughs> being a Minnesota boy, being a Minnesota Gophers. So shout out to the Gophers. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the energy. It's, uh, you know, seeing you going around and, and getting into schools and, and, you're not the typical educator, so to speak. You know, a lot of the people that that come on this show may have had some sort of experience in teaching or coaching along the way, but your journey into what you're doing, which is going out there and educating others and helping others unlock the unlimited potential and all whom they serve, including themselves and those around them, you know, it's such a beautiful thing. So talk a little bit about how that all came into fruition describe a little bit about that for us yeah absolutely I, I don't think i'm a typical educator and that's something that i'll even say when i speak to students or teachers like listen i'm not the one with the textbook i'm not the one that has the doctorate degree that's you guys so i don't i don't want to come into the space and try to be something that i'm not but i want to be the thing that i've been called to be 
right? I've been educated from a different source. You know, I got my two sources of education that allows me to speak into the hearts and to the minds of students. You know, I've been educated by baseball. I've been educated by failure, but I've also been educated by God. Like God downloads a lot of wisdom into my heart because I read his manuals and I read his book of instructions. So I get my wisdom from there, but he had to show me the path that he was going to take me on. So I think that gives me, you know, what I say is these schools, these teachers, these students, the one thing they don't lack is resources and curriculums. Okay. But the one thing, the reason I come in and speak, the reason my message makes sense, the reason you bring me in is because I live out the curriculum. I've lived out the character. I've lived out the message that you're trying to instill within them. So I'm the example of living it out. And that's not to toot my own horn. That's the toot God's horn and what he's done through me. Because this has nothing to do with me. I'm a big man. Like I surrendered at some point in my life. I had to give it all to God. I had to say, okay, you take it. You take the wheel now, God. I want to sit in the passenger seat. I want you to pick me up. I want to get in that Uber because I'm tired of driving. I'm sick of driving. Because, you know, when I was driving my own car, when I was driving my own story, when I was driving my own life, baseball on the throne of everything, like I was crashing, right? And if I was going good, you know, that car was going good. If I was going bad, I was, you know, my mind was going bad. So failure taught me a lot in baseball. And Oh, man, you get me fired up. Come on now, Brandon. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. I love everything you're saying, you know, and, and, you know, you remind me of a few different places to take this conversation, but, you know, you mentioned something that, that strikes a chord with me in every episode. I'm always interested and, and people usually naturally talk about it, their, their experience Mm -hmm. in education. Um, Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, I mean, we we all know that we are called to serve the person that we we used to be in the past. You know, the person that we've seen in the past. You know, the person that we know. So we're called to that. Um, and so, who was your person in the past? Mm, man, that is a good word, Brand. I'm going to use that. I'm going to steal that. So I serve the person who struggles with their identity. I serve the person who puts something on the throne of their life that they can't control. So I serve that person who has this thing in their life that they're clinging to so hard that they're squeezing it out that when it goes good, they're good. When it goes bad, they're bad. Because my idolatry, my identity was in baseball. And when you put your identity in what you do instead of who you are, your mind is going to teeter-totter based upon your success and failure. So I was, you know, I was rowing that boat. I was rowing that boat of, okay, whichever way the waves turn, whichever way the game goes, you know, that's the way I'm going today. And then that's the way I showed up. So I serve the people who are struggling with that, that can't seem to separate their statue from their soul. Like that's who I speak to. If you, if you, if there's kids out here today that they think it's their GPA, they think it's their transcript, they think it's their stats. Listen, baseball's got the most stats out of all of them. Like baseball is a game with the most stats. And everything on your stat sheet is measurable. But what I speak to is your soul can't be bought. Your soul can't be measured. You, Who you are can't be bought. Like who you are is enough. Your value is already enough. I didn't know that. I thought my value was found in my stat sheet. I thought my value was found in my performance. So that's who I speak to, right? The kids that are struggling to separate their worth and their value from their accolades. Because so many times we get caught up in our social status, our schoolwork, or our sports, and we forget about our soul. We forget about who we are. 
because who you are, you know, what you do is just a part of you. It's not who you are. So that's who I speak to. I love it. I just keep writing down so many little one-liners um, and <laughs> they're all related to answering your calling and your calling comes from that place that you were just describing, talking a little bit about your, your baseball career and, and talk a little bit about the lessons in life of baseball that led you because there's a reason for every single place that we are today. There's a series of events. There's many different events. And when we look back at them and we think of them, we look and we see, we actually start to, to actually know that the person that we are becoming and capable of becoming, when we look back at those moments, it's incredible. So you got to keep, you got to tell me about going from professional baseball player and, and the lessons in, in that journey. Cause we could spend the whole, whole next hour on that if we wanted to. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, why don't I give you a little backstory? So I think uh, growing up in Minnesota, um, you know, a lot of kids playing hockey, a lot of kids are, you know, doing a bunch of different sports. I, I was always fixated on baseball. Um, so that kind of, you know, ruled my life. Like I really wanted to be great at it. My dad saw a lot of potential in me. He saw a lot of greatness inside of me. Um, you know, we grew up, we grew up in the church, but the church didn't grow up in me. Okay. So I had morals and values instilled within me. Right. But uh, in that time as an adolescent, my mindset was always baseball's on the throne. So, you know, middle school, high school, like baseball is it. Right. So my identity is being placed in that game. Right. And I can see early on the reason for that. Um, I just really wanted to make my dad proud, like beyond being great. Like I, I always say, like, I wanted to be great at baseball. Like I wanted to be so good. But what I really loved, I talk about this when I speak is, you know, me and my dad would have these conversations in the car. Like, I think everybody can relate to that when they're younger, their, their dad, their dad or their parents dropping them off to the game, the practice, you know, the workout. And you're just kind of having these conversations of, you know, what's next. And I think that's what we always talked about. These boxes that we wanted to check, you know, varsity, we want to throw 90, we want to play college, we want to play in the top collegiate league, we want to get drafted, we want to play in the major leagues. So we had all these boxes that Lance needed to check in order to get to the major leagues. And in my mind, I distorted those boxes with my value and my worth. I said my value and worth and my unlimited potential is at the top of that box, is at the top of the food chain, is in the major leagues. So once I get there, I can feel worthy. That's the devil. That's the devil distorting a young mind. And I think he's at, he's at it right now with social media. Like the devil is at it. Like he is trying people. Yes, you need to put your worth and value in your social status, in your money, in your cars, in your title. Right? And that's what he did with me. He got a hold of me through baseball. Right. So as I'm going along, checking these boxes, that's the thing. When you start to check them, when you start to get them, it's, it's a momentary thing. When I first threw 90 miles per hour, dude, that was a moment. Right. That was a moment. And then I said, OK, I got to make varsity. I made varsity. I got to play in the top collegiate league. I got to get like those are moments in time. Like and it's so fleeting to put your worth and your value in that. But that's what I did. So as I went along with college you know, I got the scholarship to University of Minnesota. You know, I had won a national championship. I won a state championship in high school, got the scholarship to play at Minnesota. You know, now I'm on the radar of professional teams. You know, I'm a big six foot five, 250, 
big guy throwing, you know, mid nineties fastball. There's a lot of people looking at me for the next level, right. That want to take me to that want to take me to the next level. But my character and my mindset was a rookie. Like my character and my mindset didn't match, you know, where my potential and where I was going. So there was a, there was a gap. I think a lot of times in life there's, there's skill and then there's, there's growth, right? There's growth in, in who you are. So a lot, and as I was going on, my, my skill was getting better, but my growth was holding me back. My mindset was holding me back. So then I would fail more. And as I failed more, I would find ways to self-medicate, you know, self-medication through, you know, drinking too much at, at, after the game in, in college, you know, I would self-medicate through um, a whole bunch of different avenues. I would work out more than I should, you know, and sometimes we'll take good things that are good for us and turn them into a bad thing because of a bad mindset. Like I was working out two times a day sometimes like that can be a good thing, but it was bad because I, I was overworking myself. I wasn't working. I was working hard, not smart. Right. And that was because I had so much fear and anxiety that if I didn't make it to my next box, that I didn't have any worth or value. So that fear was driving me to the next level. And then, you know, we go along and there's just a lot of instances where I can look back now and see that my mindset was broken. Even though I was still being successful on, uh, you know, on the field. I just keep writing. I just keep <laughs> writing. Yeah. No. And, and, um, you know, when I think, and take it even further when you see the work that you're doing, you know, I fully support it. And I think it's amazing because it's the work that needs to be happening. I mean, we were just talking earlier on the pre-show about the connections between the work that we're both doing and how it's all aligned to this idea that kids, people, young adults, they get in their own way. And eventually that imposter syndrome or that negativity, or those things that they haven't had the chance to actually speak with others about, or just to have conversations about. With all the craziness that's happened in our schools in the last years with being in virtual and being behind a screen, you know, that's the, the place where we've really seen such a delay. That's the place where we've really seen the impact, the influence, that social connection, kids' inability and kids internalizing and going from a place of being isolated where internalizing is the only option. Mm -hmm. And I think that it really goes to show that when what's really, not that it's popular and not that it's trending, but what I'm seeing more schools and more organizations start to look for during this time of need is this particular work is this work of going in there and really lighting the fires helping people redefine their whys reclarify who they are and where they're going and to me i think that's a beautiful thing and i hope that a lot more people can jump on board so if you're listening to this show jump on board with us share it with somebody this is great stuff lance i i really i really love where you're going with it. And so now talk about the, 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 where I'm leaving off because we're getting into the speaking part, how the work that you're doing. So I want to hear about the, the work that you're doing. Cause I know I'd love for you to share that with the audience because I'm seeing it and it's great. And 
people that'll be able to find you and follow you and all the connections and all the, all the links will be in the show notes as well. Yeah. So, I mean, the work that I'm doing now is uh, I'm inside of schools. I'm doing assemblies. Uh, I'm working with students, I'm working with athletes. I'm doing Christian. I'm doing non-Christian. You know, a lot of times I just, I just bring my heart. All right. And I bring that my pain that I faced when I got to the professional ranks and I had these injuries, you know, that changed my life. And I speak about that time in my life that was so heavy and I was facing so many burdens inside of my biggest blessing. So I was inside of a Mariners jersey. I was inside of the Peoria Sports Complex where the Seattle Mariners trained, but I was facing my burden, which was injuries. So I had gone through college. I had gotten drafted. I had gotten paid. I get in the paychecks. Now I'm in 2016 and boom, Tommy John surgery, you know, got this scar here. That was going to keep me out of the game for a year, right? I had 12 months to work on me. But as I was going to rehab every day, fixing up my elbow, I thought I was rehabbing my elbow. I was really rehabbing my heart. I was really changing who I am. I was really changing where my identity is. And I speak because I didn't go through turmoil for a year. I didn't do it for two. I did it for three. So for three straight seasons, I was hurt. For three straight seasons, you remove baseball out of Lance, and I got to figure out who Lance is. And that's what I speak to because kids are going through struggles, whether it was two or three years in COVID, and they're trying to figure out who they are. You know, now they've been isolated. And that's the thing. That's the thing. I had to be isolated. I had to be locked up in order to be set free. Like God really had to take me out of Minnesota. I wasn't going to change with my old environment. I wasn't going to change with my old mindset. I wasn't going to change around all those people at the University of Minnesota. Like I literally had to be uprooted and brought to Arizona. I had to be locked up where I wasn't around any of my old friends, any of my old ways in order to be set free from an old mindset. And I had to step into the new me. I had to step into the new me. And this is a great story. I was telling the principal the other day. I was like, listen, I was telling him this whole story. And then I, I said something. I said something. I said, you know what? And then after those three years, I never made it back to who I was. And I heard the spirit on me. I heard God say, that was the point, Lance. That was the point. Like, you're not supposed to go back to the old Jew. Like you're supposed to step into the new you and your new purpose. In those three years where I was locked up, that was me preparing for the purpose that I have today. So when I come in and I speak, like I'm telling them that you don't have to put your worth and your value in what you do, but you are enough already. And I'm speaking to who they are. I'm speaking to their soul. I'm speaking to their self-worth. I'm speaking to their value because they're enough. They're immeasurable. Like they can't be bought. Like you have enough value right now. You don't need external things to boost up your value. Those external things that you do, those dreams that you want to go after, those are for your purpose. Those are for your calling to go make an impact on this world. The reason you should want to be great isn't to fill your stat sheet, isn't to fill your worth and value. The reason you should be great and want to go do amazing things is to impact other people, is to serve and to live out your calling and your purpose. That's what I talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And it goes to building that foundation none of that can be achieved without knowing why you're doing what you're doing, right? Understanding that purpose, understanding how you are here and there is a path that 
you can follow. There's a path that you may not follow. There's a path that, but you, where you end up, where you are, where you are right now, this moment, there is a reason why you are in this moment. If you're feeling happy, there's a reason why you're feeling happy. If you're feeling sad, there's a reason why you're feeling sad. Every moment, that why, that connection brings back that purpose. And finding that purpose is just sometimes as easy as looking in the mirror and asking yourself, what do I really enjoy doing? Am I happy or am I stressed? And is it healthy stress or is it negative stress? And because some there is healthy stress, you know, maybe getting up and going to the gym and get going to work out may be stressful for some people because it's not easy. That's healthy stress. It's good for you in the long run. But not overworking yourself and understanding that when you need to take time and you need to be able to take care of you first and heal your heart first, the importance of that is so critical. And I appreciate your perspective on that. I really do. You know, one thing we do on this show is we dedicate the show to somebody who's out there unlocking unlimited potential and all whom they serve. And obviously when you are an entrepreneur like yourself, it takes a village. So we're going to dedicate this one to your wife, Kaylee. So talk to us a little bit about this one here. Man. Yeah. I did want to dedicate this to Kaylee because, you know, she is my rock. And when you talk about unlocking unlimited potential, I mean, I see it already unlocked it unlocked in her. Like I see the way she serves this family. I see the way she serves my daughter. I see the way that she serves this world by doing what she's called to do. Right. You know, my, you know, our callings and purposes are bigger than our titles and our income. You know, you look at my wife from an outside perspective, she had a booming salon and she walked away from that because she knew her purpose was in this house. She knew this purpose was this little one walking by the door right now. She knew this purpose was growing this family because, because that was what she's been called to do. And I, and I, she is relentless in her pursuit in doing what God has called her to do in being a mom. While at the same time, walking away from an income and a title that the world would glorify. But here's the thing. What, what seems risky to the world is responsible to God. So from the outside looking in, it looks risky for Kaylee to leave her six figure plus job, but it's responsible to God and the calling that's been placed on her heart to live out her purpose in this home. So I, I want to speak to like anyone listening to this that is undermining people that stay home, dads, moms that are at home. That's a calling. Like, don't take that lightly. You, you've been called to serve and do that. I spoke on Saturday to the Miracle League in Arizona, which is the largest baseball organization for kids with disabilities. And I spoke to those parents and I spoke to the volunteers. And I told them, don't undermine your value in what you're doing. Just because the world doesn't value it, that doesn't mean there isn't a huge purpose to be had, a huge purpose to be lived out in what you're doing. And that's why I dedicate this to her because I see it. She's unlocked it inside of herself. And now, now I get to see it every single day inside my house. That's a beautiful thing. Shout out 
to Kaylee and the Thonvold household because it takes a village. It definitely takes a village. So appreciate that. That's an awesome thing. And you brought up another good point there, which I think is, is really important is our callings answering our calling may not look like the million dollar house, the expensive car, the, the yachts and the boats that may not be for everyone. And a lot of times when you look at those material things or what you said before about the stuff that's all over social media, the negative, the positive, the stuff that's posted, the true, the lies, the, the whatever, what you really start to see is you start to see that, that vision that people think, or you start to compare yourselves where that imposter syndrome comes back again. And so, but understanding what, success really looks like is also a big layer of this as well. Well, understanding that and, and so many times our schools and so many times kids sitting at these desks think that it's always the standard to just go from high school to college, to this, to that, to the other thing when this world is changing so rapidly. So the world is changing so rapidly. We just had all this stuff with COVID. We all had these things that changed schools forever and people gained access to technologies in new ways. And now here we are, we're moving forward. And, and so helping kids and helping others, some, that idea of purpose, that idea of my why, some, that idea of leadership is sometimes muddled in everybody trying to catch up in the schools or in everybody trying to handle the juggling of, do we go back to the way it was? Do we go back to where we are today? And so I think you bring up some really valid points there. Thanks. Let's go. I appreciate that. And you know, I think the other thing about it too, is when you answer your calling, feels pretty damn good, doesn't it? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I think we all, we all got something that we're meant to do. Like we're meant to do something. Like we don't need to get bogged down with our responsibilities and what we're doing right now, um, which can distract us, but we all have something that we're meant to do that we should, you know, I think that's what it is down deep is we got something we need to unlock. We got to unleash it. We got to let it go. It's deep. It's buried, you know, and our life is how can we get that out of us? Right. So you just got to paraphrase that now to air, answer my question. So unlocking unlimited, unlocking unlimited potential means. Unlocking unlimited potential means uncovering what's buried. Like in this life, we think that we have been buried, like we have been forgotten. That's not true. It's been planted. It's been planted in this life. It hasn't been buried. You've been planted in this life. You haven't been buried. That's the title of my book that's coming out here soon, is that you've been planted. You haven't been, been buried. Your unlimited potential has been planted deep inside of you, and it's been growing. Like Whether you think about it or not, it's been growing. You've been facing hard times. You've been facing all these different things, right? But here's the thing. Here's the thing about something that gets planted deep. The deeper you go inside soil, you know what's down there? It's more nutrient. There's more nutrients. It's more It's more dense. It has a better environment for growth. It has a better environment for roots to take hold. So right now I'm speaking to you. 
I'm speaking to you that your unlimited potential has been planted deep down inside of you and you've been trying to get it to grow. You've been trying to get it to, to come out. You've been trying to get it to this harvest. And I'm telling you, it's, it's waiting for you. It's waiting for you to put the water on. It's waiting for you to put the right fertilizer in. It's waiting for you to put the right things inside your mind. It's waiting for you to till that soil. It's waiting for you to prepare that land because your purpose is down there. It's unlimited. You got to unlock it. Like it's time for your harvest, right? And here's the thing about our purpose. Here's the thing that what's being unlocked is sometimes we think it's going to be one way. When we come up out of that ground, when we say, I've been working on me, I've been working on all these things, and we finally sprout, and we finally come out, we finally think, this is it. This is my home run. This is my grand slam. This is where everybody is going to see what I've been working on. And we come up out of that ground, and we think, it's going to look this way. Hmm. But as I came up out of that ground, I thought I was going to come up a major leaguer. Like I didn't, my unlimited potential was a major believer, a major believer in me and a major believer in you, a major believer that you have unlimited potential and you got to unlock it and you got to start fertilizing it. You got to start watering it. You can't just keep letting it go. You can't just keep putting it by the wayside because of your busyness. Like it's time to be unlocked and unhinged and let this purpose flow. That's what it means. This is unfortunately a podcast, not a video. So nobody's going to see what I'm seeing, but you're jumping through the screen and I love it. I love everything about it. Usually I'm the guy jumping through the screen. So I, I have to kind of like, I can't, we can't both jump through the screen. So I'll, I'll tone it down a little, but I appreciate everything you're saying. And, you know, I love it. You're talking about the book, things that great congratulations. That's awesome. Great things to come. The best way for people to keep in contact with you. Yeah, absolutely. So you can uh, find me on social media, Lanny, T-L-A-N-N-Y-T, uh, 42 or 39, Instagram, Twitter. And then my name, Lance Thombold, uh, will pop up on all social platforms. And then Um, You can go on there, check out my website. Uh, I'll be launching a book here soon. It's called Being Planted, Not Buried. Um, so I'm really excited about that and what that's going to turn into and just you know, being able to serve. You know, I, I just really I want people to know that this isn't about me. This isn't about, you know, about me and my story. It's about, you know, your kids, your students, your athletes. Like it's about what God has done through me and how I can be of service. Like I, I don't get up there to, you know, to flaunt my ego. I get up there and tell vulnerable stories about my brokenness so that I can help somebody else's brokenness. Right. So I'm just, I'm a passionate about serving. Like I, I want, I want to be a vessel. I want to be used. I want to surrender my life and, and I'm just, I'm pumped to do it. So anyone that hears this, listen to it. Um, thank you. Thank you for listening. And if I get an opportunity to impact your, your, your students, your youth, your team, whatever, it, it would be an honor. Absolutely. I would love to see you on a stage nearby soon because sitting in this room doing this virtually is not the same impact. So I appreciate all the effort and all the energy you brought to this show today. Um, really incredible story. Lots of great things happening for you on social media. Great to follow. Always an insp inspirational post. Love seeing everything that you're doing. So just keep going, my man. Keep going, my brother. Hey, Brandon, thank you. I appreciate that. What you're doing is inspiring and we have some you know, mutual connections. So I'm glad that we got connected. I'm glad I got to be on here. I'm glad I got to serve. But, you know, you're serving a big purpose. You're serving a big vision and, and hold fast to that, my man.
like hold on to it because you know there's going to be spirits there's going to be people out here trying to you know take you away from it and pull you in different directions but i think you're being called to go deep here like you're being called to go deep on unlocking unlimited potential you're not you know people are always trying to get us to go wide Brandon, you're being called to go deep into this thing. And I just appreciate you for having me on and, you know, answering your calling and answering your bell, man. So keep it up, Brandon. I appreciated that. You knew I needed that more than you ever even know. So I appreciate that inspiration. And for everybody else out there, if you haven't signed up yet for the Something For You newsletter from BrandonBeckEDU.com, jump on over. It is free tips and helpful resources that hit your inbox on the 1st and 15th of every month, you can sign up because number one, and most importantly, it is free. So sign up so I can connect with you and I can share these awesome things and reflections with you all. And finally, last, but certainly not least, and most importantly, remember that the journey towards unlocking unlimited potential, it begins with you. Continue to educate with passion and purpose, everyone. Take care.